Hey, um, what's poppin'? I have recorded this episode. This is, this is the third, fourth, this is the fourth fucking time I've recorded this episode. The first time I literally recorded over 30 minutes. And none of it made sense. Literally not a single thing made sense. Um, the second time Jonathan arrived, (laughs) um, like, my family brought him home, and the third time John was on break, so I felt bad, and I ended the recording so I could talk to him on his break. So, fourth time's a charm, right? That's what they say. Okay, so hey, uh, welcome to my first episode uh, of my podcast, Just Keep On Momming. I'm happy to have you here. My name is Elizabeth Abbott. I prefer Liz. Um, I don't talk in the third person, so you're not going to hear my name unless it's right now. So, hey, I'm Liz. Um, Let's get that out of the way, I guess. So, I gotta be straight up with you. Um, if you didn't listen to the trailer or the introduction or whatever you want to call it, I swear a lot. I have strong opinions. This is my fucking podcast, and if you have a problem with it, get out. Just kidding. I love you. Um, <laughs> but seriously, I do swear a lot, and I am going to give my opinions And it's fine if your opinions differ from mine. We can have different opinions. I have different opinions with lots of my good friends. But, yeah, anyway, that's not um, relevant. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to give my opinions on some controversial topics involving parenting and marriage. Um, So, yeah, I am imperfect. I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes. Some things I say are probably going to be problematic. I learn as I go. I'm still learning. I understand basic things like we don't say the R word here. We don't say the N word here. We just, you know, yeah. (laughs) So there's that. Um, uh, so if you don't like all that, this probably really just really isn't the podcast for you. Um, if you don't like listening to people stutter and say, um, and think about what she has to say next, again, not the podcast for you. Otherwise, hey, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining me today. I just wanted to touch base and introduce my little baby podcast, because this is my new little baby. I mean, this is something new, and I'm I'm so far proud of it. Um, I posted my trailer on Facebook and on Instagram, and it's gotten a lot of support from my family and friends, and everyone who has told me that this is a great idea, that I'm going to do well, and um, can't wait to listen. Hey, 
Hi, thanks for listening. I love you all, and thank you so much for supporting me. A lot of you support me in everything you do, everything I do, I mean, and I really appreciate it. I'm happy to have you in my life, and let's get into it, right? So, the name inspiration, just keep on momming. Mom life is hard. Wife life is hard. Life is hard, right? I mean, just got to keep on moving, right? So that was the inspiration behind that. Um, I love being a mom, and I love being John's wife, specifically John's wife. <laughs> I don't love... Well, I love being a wife, but only to John. I guess. Okay, whatever. So... I love it, but I also can understand that it's hard. So just keep on momming. Just keep on moving. You know, life goes on. Hard things come up. But also, a lot of stuff is great. And we got to appreciate everything around us. Why did I start this podcast? Well, I don't know. How about we talk about my favorite murder, the podcast? Because I absolutely am obsessed with Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. They are the funniest fucking people I have ever had the privilege of listening to. I listened to one other podcast, and it was funny for a while, and then it fell off. And, uh, you know, <laughs> don't enjoy it as much anymore, so I don't listen to it. But there was one episode, and I've always wanted to have a podcast because I fucking love talking. If you couldn't tell, I'm talking a lot. Um, in one episode, at the end, they do this thing called fucking hooray because they talk about true crime. So, you know, those stories get dark as shit. So you have to have something uplifting. It's like watching a Disney movie after watching a scary movie, you know? A little fucking hooray. Um... Karen was uh, talking about how they started the podcast and then she started saying, you know, everyone should have a podcast. If you want a podcast, record yourself talking, pick a topic, record yourself talking and just do it. Don't think about the logistics. Whoa, I can't say that word. Just fucking do it. So... I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, I like that advice, but who's really going to want to listen to me, you know? And I was like, well, okay, well, moving on anyway. My best friend Alyssa and I went to Barnes & Noble, and we, she was checking out, and I was standing with her, and we passed by um, uh, a microphone, that looked like a podcast microphone. And I was like, wow, I would love to start a podcast. And all she said was, do it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to, but I don't know. And she just didn't have a doubt in her mind that I couldn't do it. She just was like, do it. So, you know, a couple weeks go by. And just last night, I don't know what I was thinking about, but I was like, I'm going to do it. So I started researching, 
and I discovered the app called Anchor. So here we are. Hey. So now I want to explain what this podcast is exactly about. Well, friends, I just love to talk. Like I said, I love to talk. I feel like I always get interrupted and it fucking sucks. I feel like all of my ideas that I have can never come out of my mouth fully. And that's probably because I can never stay on track. Like, you're going to find out pretty soon. I'm already doing it. I cannot stay on track. I veer off into 20 different stories and then I come back in the end. But I never am able to come back in the end because I get interrupted. And I don't blame anyone because I'm probably annoying to have a conversation with. But now you're here listening to me talk openly. And now you can do get a little better understanding about me. So, some topics I would love to touch base on. Controversies in marriages and parenthood. I mean, you have... Uh, what should be prioritized, marriage or children, you know? Um, that's, that's for a different time. We're not talking about that today. I have an opinion on that, though. It's, it's a good one, and I have backup information for it. So when that comes up, you got to bear with me. Um, so that stuff... <laughs> There's lots of controversies. Um, gentle parenting techniques that we've used that I'm still learning. Struggles, my personal struggles with gentle parenting. Um, struggles I've seen with John gentle parenting. And we're learning a whole new technique that we have never experienced in our life. And that's not to say that our parents were awful. That's just to say that this whole respect your child like you would respect an adult thing is pretty um new. So so we're struggling. <laughs> we're struggling but we're doing okay. Um my experiences like with gentle parenting and other experiences as a mom like um dealing with maybe pediatrician visits or I I would love to talk about my birth story. Man, this is this is just barely an idea that came into my head. My birth story. I would absolutely love that. Yeah. So my experience with my C-section. Um my experience at my wedding. That would be fun. Maybe John could join me. Doubt it, but that would be fun, right? Maybe you guys can convince John to join me. So, yeah. Experiences, stories. I want to have my sisters, all four of my younger sisters, on my podcast and just talk about childhood stories. I mean, we have a lot of great things to say. And you guys have no idea. I mean, anyone who's ever been around all five of us at once, they know how how fun stressful and and uh entertaining that is but you know 
those of you that don't know my sisters or those of you that don't know me if you don't know me hi um thanks for listening (laughs) it'll be fun (laughs) but stories anyway i have lots of stories about jonathan he's a nut that's my toddler um Dealing with mental health issues, I have dealt with depression and anxiety, and I'm still dealing with it. Um, I'm living in Vermont. Uh, Seasonal depression is pretty common, but struggling with it year-round fucking sucks. And it just amplifies in the winter, and yeah, I'd love to uh, touch base on that, and starting to realize that I actually had postpartum anxiety. So, that. And then books and what I recommend for books. So, I I think the first, one of the first times that I thought, man, I'd love to have a podcast so I could talk about this, was when I re-listened to the book A Child Called It, which most people know. Um, one of the worst child abuse cases in California, and it's the saddest story. Um, there's also a book called Spilled Milk. Um, I listen to audiobooks, so, yeah, it's, I, when you hear me say I listen to those books, it's audiobooks, because I don't read. <laughs> I used to, but I have an hour-long drive to work now. So, like, audiobooks and podcasting saved my life. Um, and, you know, books I recommend. I recently listened to a book called You Are a Fucking Awesome Mom. And Leslie is absolutely amazing. She made me feel like a fucking awesome mom. I mean, seriously. It's great. Um, she touches base on... You know, those picture-perfect moms on Instagram and stuff like that. Which, I would say, is the perfect transition into our topic for tonight. The quote-unquote... Let me try that again. Quote-unquote... The perfect mom. You know her, right? We We all used to be the perfect mom. You know, before we had kids, where we had these ideas in our head, my my kid's only going to have wooden toys. I'm not going to have toys that make loud noises. I'm not going to um, allow screen time. No, absolutely no fucking bed sharing. Um, kid has to learn how to self-soothe. <sighs> yeah. I thought that I was the ultimate perfect mom. I thought, wow, I really am going to be an amazing mom. And I'm not saying that I'm not a good mom, but there's no such thing as a perfect mom. Let me tell you, if you are listening and you don't have kids, you want kids or you're pregnant, your ideas in your head might change when that kid is here. These ideas of absolutely no screen time, strict bedtime, 
all this shit that you have in your head very well might change. And if they don't, well, good for you. My gosh, I guess, you know, aren't you just a whoop-dee-doo-dah? But I can tell you that it's fucking hard out here. Boy, when you have a toddler, you do what you can to survive. Okay? So if I have Dino Ranch on my TV when you come over and I'm sitting on the couch relaxing while he's playing and watching Dino Ranch, leave me the fuck alone. Because, listen, this five seconds that you see me, okay, let's be fair. Ten minutes that you see me, okay, let's be fair. Thirty minutes to an hour that you see me just hanging out does not mean that I don't spend time with Jonathan. Because we have a whole fucking playroom that we go in and we play in. And I pretend play with him all the time. He has his his little dinosaurs. He's obsessed with dinosaurs. And he'll come up to me, hand me one. He goes, toe? Toe? That's how he says, here you go. Uh, (laughs) It's so cute. And I take it, and he goes, rah! And I go, rah! And we start fighting, and then we hug, and the dinosaurs kiss, and rah! You know? We do that. And... We cuddle, and we watch movies together, and I, I'm not always on my phone. Trust me, I spend time with my kid. We go shopping. He loves going grocery shopping with me. We go out. We go to the playground when it's not snowing, you know. We do all these things, but you need to leave me alone about relaxing because I am a working mom. I work eight hours. I'm gone from 7 a.m. till about 5. And then I come home and I immediately have to take care of a child. I need that TV. I need this screen time so I can unwind after my day. And sometimes those days are stressful as fuck. I am a one-on-one with a kid, a kindergartner, in his school, and I need that time to just relax, you know? And he's he's great. I love him. Man, we have the best bond. If I had a favorite child that wasn't my child, it would be him, all right? <laughs> he is one special kid, and I, I am obsessed with him. But still, it's not my home. I'm not home. I can't relax. It's still work. I still got stuff to do, you know, taking care of a kid at work and then coming home, taking care of a kid by myself. By the way, John works second shift. So it's just me during the week. So if you come over, especially during the week, and you see me and that TV's on, leave me the fuck alone. All right? I'm not the perfect mom. Quote, unquote. But boy, did I have that idea in my head. No fucking screen time until he's two years old or older. Okay? Strict bedtime. Strict routine. Would it help me? Yeah. But do I want to spend a little extra time with my family or my friends sometimes? Yeah. And I'm going to do it. Especially if Jonathan is not cranky and he's having a great time. And everyone's happy and so what if it's seven o'clock and his bedtime seven thirty? we'll make it to bed we will make it eventually we get home around seven thirty eight, 
takes a shower and he goes to bed. We do showers, by the way. Baths are fun and all, but they're fun. That's the thing. He doesn't relax in a bath. He relaxes in the fucking shower, though. I don't know what it is about the shower, but he loves the shower. So, there's that. No strict bedtime. We used to have a routine. I used to stick to it. And I can tell you right now, it might work for your kids, and I'm, I am happy as fuck for you. If a sleep schedule works for your child, but it does not matter if he goes to bed at 7 or if he goes to bed at 9, he's still going to get up in the middle of the night at least three times. Least three times a night. It's been almost two years, and I have not gotten... Gotten? What the fuck? I have not got much sleep in the last two years. Okay? So, yeah, again, going back on the screen time, I need some time to fucking relax because I didn't sleep last night. Anyway... Um, yeah, we don't have a strict bedtime, because it just doesn't matter. So I'm gonna do what what the fuck I want. If he's cranky, then we'll leave, and we'll get ready for bed. But I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanna do, and have my good time. Because it does not matter. <clears throat> good on you, if your toddler, kid, or whatever is sleeping through the night. Because I get up. At 12, 1, sometimes 105, <laughs> when I just barely got back in bed, and sometimes 3, 5, 6, and then I just give up around 7. Alright? And that leads me into absolutely no fucking bed sharing. Ugh. I'm all about safe sleep. Let me tell you what. I am so serious about safe sleep. So fucking serious. Sid scares the shit out of me. There is no fucking way that I would be... Like, when he was little, little, there's no fucking way he would be in bed with us. There would be, like, a couple hours where I might fall asleep. And then I'd have to, like, put him back down in his crib and in his sleep sack... Um, but there is no, absolutely no way I could ever not bed share at all. Mom's tired. And if this kid is only going to sleep when mom's cuddling him, so be it. And we're still (laughs) struggling with it. Uh, usually around five, he comes into bed with us. Uh, sometimes sooner than that, uh, and it sucks. Would I love to just have my bed to myself? Yeah. Is that realistic? No. Because I need to sleep. Shitty sleep is still sleep, right? But those first few months are rough, and then you have those sleep regressions. I mean, four months sleep regressions. 
four months sleep regression. They're starting to grow their teeth. They're starting to, you know, like, develop a personality a little bit more. Um, some kids' formula or breast milk just isn't enough for them, so they're going to need more food, like solids. So maybe they're just not full enough. I don't know. And I don't quote me on that, I guess, because I'm not a pediatrician, but my pediatrician did suggest that we start him on solids, or not solids, but purees at four months because he had shitty sleep. It didn't help, but we did it anyway, and he loved it. (laughs) This kid used to, used to love his food. Now he doesn't eat. And that's another thing. I thought, how could you let your toddler not eat a meal? What's wrong with you, right? Why why are you going to waste food when they're not going to fucking eat it? You can sit down at the table. He's just going to sit there. You can sit down and watch TV. He's just going to sit there. He's not going to eat his food. Unless it's something he really likes. He really enjoys hamburger. I don't know, meatloaf hamburger i mean he loves it he also has a texture issue so like all these foods he used to love he used to love cottage cheese nope he gags he used to love um mashed potato nope he gags nope yeah i mean no one warns you i did not know that texture sensitivity was a thing until i experienced it firsthand when he gagged so hard that he puked That's a thing. Also, kids can cry so hard until they puke. That is a fucking thing. Um, And they will cry because of separation anxiety. (laughs) I've had to go home from work. Thank God. Let's touch base on this for a second. Um, I know a couple of my coworkers are listening because they are amazing and supportive and I love you guys. I cannot say enough how much I love my job. The people I work with, my supervisors that I've had and my supervisor now, they're all absolutely wonderful people and they're all amazing and they're all family people. They totally understand. They're like, yeah, I mean, family comes first. Um, so thank you to my employer for understanding when Jonathan was having such bad at separation anxiety that he was puking, they let me go home. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Um, uh, touching more on sleep stuff, independent naps. I don't know. You know, napping in the crib. No, I'm just going to take a nap with him. It's not safe to nap by yourself with them, but I always had, like, when he was young, young, um, Lauren and John were home, so... Um, I never napped by myself with him, but yeah, cause you don't want to fall asleep and then get like roll off of you or something and boom dead. Ha! <laughs> All right. Nice. Um, yeah, the perfect mom, man. She's fun. 
And honestly, there's so many, there's so many perfect fucking moms. Still, still, you can come across a a mom who has a few kids and you'll be doing something wrong. I mean, everyone parents differently and I guess as long as your kid's still getting fed and still you know, safe, not, you're not beating them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, I get into that perfect mom mindset. John has called me out multiple times. You're mom shaming. Well, I'll be honest. Once again, I'm just, this is my place to just be completely open. And I, you guys can judge me all you want, but I'm going to, I'm going to say what I want. Um, I mom shame when I don't like someone, and that's just point, point blank fa- fact. Um, <coughs> sorry, um, that's just how it is for me, and I don't mean to, but I do. I do so hard, and I'm sure people do to me too. I mean, this podcast is gonna let you come into my life a little bit more than I normally let people come in. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm sure someone's gonna get a hold of this that doesn't really like me and, um, use it as ammo when they're talking shit about me, which is fine, I do the same to you, but, (laughs) yep, that's, that's the perfect mom, I'm sure there's more topics, and if you wanna talk about it, Hey, hit me up. What other topics are there that um, you thought you would never, ever do until you had kids? I would, I would never listen to... I would never watch Cocomelon. We, we actually stopped listening to Cocomelon or watching Cocomelon because I saw something about overstimulation and it's fucking true. Listen, this kid, he's, he's energetic as is. Cocomelon really had him going. Bedtime was always awful, awful, awful. It's a little easier now. I'm not saying that's always amazing. But it is a little bit easier now um, than it used to be. I mean, we used to be... I used to be upstairs for an hour. Sometimes an hour and a half when we watched Cocomelon. And I'm not shaming anyone that does. Because, hey, you, like I said, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. If that means putting cocomelon on so you can cook a fucking dinner, that's fine. You do what you need to do. But I'm just saying that's the research that I saw. Um. Yeah, so what are some things that you thought that you'd never do? Not that anyone will reply, but... (laughs) I gotta pretend that someone's listening to this podcast, right? Or it's not gonna be a real podcast. It's not interactive. It's not fun, right? Um, What are things that you said that you would never do uh, as a mom until you had kids? And you're like, well, fuck. I, I gotta do something, you know? Yeah. Um... I think at the end of the podcast, I just want to, to close it out, 
after I'm done talking about the topic, I just want to tell a story about my day. So, today, you know, Dad and Lacey and Sadie came over and dropped Jonathan off, and that's great. I I love that they're willing to bring him home sometimes because it does suck to have to drive an hour and a half to get him and then a half hour back home. Um, which I'm glad to do. I mean, I, I really, really, really appreciate my family for stepping in and it really does take a village. We don't have childcare costs now because, you know, my family's watching him, which is fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, cannot tell you how much we appreciate it anymore. So... He gets home. I was upstairs trying to record the podcast for the second time. Um, and I heard them come in. And so I go downstairs and Jonathan's all happy to see me, which is really just the sweetest thing. I mean, toddlers are hard, but when they say, Mommy! Hi, Mom! And they're really excited to see you. That's the best fucking feeling. Let me tell you why that's the best fucking feeling. So, didn't want to hug me though. Told me to put him down, but that's okay. So, he starts to play on the stairs. And I kind of let him, because my thing is, uh, I he's got to learn how to get those gross motor skills somehow. And he's amazing on the stairs anyway. We worked hard on the stairs. So, uh, he was playing on the stairs. He had his dinosaur. He threw the dinosaur down. And I said, all right, well, Pop and aunties have to go. So, can you give them a kiss, say goodbye, love you? So, he goes, bye. Mavu. Which is just the cutest thing. And so, he went downstairs, gave... Uh, his auntie's kisses. Pop is sick right now, so no kisses right now. Uh, but then they're like, love you. He's crawling back up the stairs. Love you. It's just the sweetest thing. Oh, and then um, after his shower, we brush his teeth. Of course, he has a million teeth. And usually he hates brushing his teeth. So we sing the Cocomelon toothbrush song. I mean, it sticks. It works, and it makes him enjoy brushing his teeth. So I ask him, hey, you want to sing that song for me? So he starts singing it, and I'm going to post it on Facebook after. It was, the, it was the cutest thing. I mean, he is the sweetest. And we do this thing after we brush our teeth. Do your happy face. He does this thing. His happy face is sticking his tongue out. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. He is so funny. He sticks his tongue out. Do your mad face, and he scrunches his eyebrows and I said do your sleepy face so then he just rests his head on me and I said okay say bye Jonathan because we're looking in the mirror bye Jonathan and then I say say love you Jonathan and he goes mafu Jonathan (laughs) so cute Oh, yeah, because dad's not home to say love you night to him. So, yeah, that was my, I guess, you know, as Georgia and Karen will say, fucking hooray of the night. He is just 
too much. He's a lot of fun. Um, hope you all had the day you deserve. Um, and thanks for listening again. Uh, see you next time, I guess. <laughs> Bye.